We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So we we had two hours to react to this yesterday. And pretty mixed. We had a lot of fans who are killing the Steelers for this, allowing for this to happen, allowing for Mike to call a shot and come back for an extra year and feeling lucky that they have Mike Tomlin as their coach. We also dealt with fans that are on the opposite end of the spectrum who think that Tomlin shouldn't be questioned because it's been 17 years without a losing season. I got this stat sent to me by a listener. Mike Tomlin, and it's true, has a better regular season win percentage than Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, and John Harbaugh. But I would ask those people this, 412-928-9370. We'll take more calls on this today. Malzi, do you play chess? you play chess at all? Do I look like a game of chess? Donnie, are you a chess guy? No. No. Donnie's do I play- look like somebody that – what do I look like to you as far as chess is concerned? Knows what all the pieces are allowed to do but doesn't play? Because that's the answer. You're a, you're a man who has many interests. You sit on your phone at 2 o'clock in the morning and look up areas that might be underwater 10 years from now. You watch wrestling matches from Japan from 1992. Not just know. any, not just any matches, Donnie. I, I, Watching the Hulkster go over there and work know. the Enzigiri. I don't know. You're playing Paperboy on your Nintendo Switch at 1 a.m. I have no idea. None of those. What some of your hobbies none of those, are. None of those hobbies or things that I do scream plays chess. But I know chess, Pony. I do know the the. I think you can call it a sport. You, the you, high level guys burn thousands of calories in these matches. You resign in chess. Yeah. You get to a point where. You're out of moves. You're going to lose. Mm-hmm. You do the noble thing and not drag the game out. You take your king. You lay him down on the chessboard. You're done. Correct. I think even Mike Tomlin's biggest supporters out there, and I was astonished by the number that we talked to uh, yesterday, I think they would all admit one thing. They've got an offensive conundrum right now. They finished the season ranked 28th. That is their lowest ranking ever. In Steelers history, they finished 28th in points scored. That's tied for the worst. So they are in a bad spot there. We have uncertain times. They don't have an offensive coordinator right now, and they have questions at quarterback. So I would ask any of Mike Tomlin's biggest supporters who say he's never had a losing season, he did a great job this year. He got them to the playoffs. They won 10 games. Even those people. What makes any of them think... He can develop a quarterback. And what makes any of those people think he can develop a dynamic offensive coordinator? Because in order for them to become a team that's more than just 9 or 10 wins or more than just one and done in the playoffs, Chris, he's got to get both of those things right. Would you agree? Yes. So what on his resume? Don't give me the team doesn't quit. Don't give me he's a great motivator. Don't give me his record against... Uh, division teams this year. Tell me what he's done that convinces you he can find and develop a quarterback and he can find a dynamic offensive coordinator because I see nothing. You know, if he were going, that's why some people will bring up if he went to a team like the Chargers, he could have success because he has a quarterback there that 
is capable of throwing 35 touchdowns in a season and for 4,000 yards. Okay? He doesn't have either of those two things right now. And Chris, this this is hard, right? I mean, Chuck Knoll after Terry Bradshaw couldn't find another quarterback. He couldn't find another offensive coordinator. They had to win playoff games with Mark Malone and Bubby Brister. He had to do it the ugly way. But he also had on his resume the fact that he had drafted and developed Terry Bradshaw and won four Super Bowls with him. Mike inherited Ben, uh, ben Roethlisberger at 25 years old. By the way, the same age as Kenny. And also, by the way, at 25, he'd already won two Super Bowls and been to three AFC championship games. So, there you go. I mean, it, like, it, and we'd like to debate each other on the show and try to find holes in each other's argument. Is there any hole in that? No. No. So that's the problem here, as I see it. I wonder if he thinks he needs any of those things. I wonder how much he... He doesn't think he needs a good quarterback and a dynamic offensive coordinator? I wonder how much of this for him is a reaction to knowing that it was perceived certainly locally, not nationally, but locally, like he just drafted off of Ben and his successes and rode Ben's coattails that gets said all the time, that he essentially was a bystander to any success that was had, that if anything, he impeded their success with his own failures. Those are all things you know that get said about him. You know he's aware of what is said about him. And I wonder if he picked, I mean, Ben was a physically very gifted quarterback. And I can't help but wonder if Without he thought, the strongest work ethic. I can't help but wonder if he thought, I'll go with a guy whose physical tools are average on his best day, whose work ethic is supposed to be way above average, his best asset, and I also don't need a great offensive coordinator. I'll show I can win the complete opposite way. I do wonder if his ego factored in there. There's part of me. There's yeah. part of me that thinks that. But, and but, he's going to be proven wrong, by the way, because you can't win that way. The Broncos won that way with end-stage Peyton Manning, but he was still somewhere in there, Peyton Manning. You know, the Bucks won with Brad Johnson. That was 21 years ago. The Ravens won with Trent Dilfer. That was now 24 years ago. Yeah, I don't think you want to make a habit out of being the exception to the rule. Well, the exception usually proves the rule. Right. And we're seeing, name me one like actual bad quarterback of the bunch that are left. There isn't one. Got me. I mean, there isn't one. Baker Mayfield threw thirty touch, almost thirty touchdowns there, this there, year. The, the, it's a rhetorical question. There isn't one. The worst you could say, somebody might say, ah, Jared Goff. Jared Goff cooks. He's in a system that 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 caters to his strength, and Jared Goff puts the ball on the money. Jared Goff, in his second year, threw twenty-seven touchdown passes, went to a Pro Bowl. In his third year, he went to a Super Bowl. Now that team abandoned him and gave up on him and thought they could do better. They ended up being right. But still, compare his first two years in the NFL to where we're at with Pickett. Compare Jared Goff's last two years to the rest of the Chris, NFL. Guess who's got better numbers? Mahomes and Josh Allen. I mean, That's I've said it. this before. I still believe this. I think Kenny could succeed in San Francisco. I don't think he would have the same level of success as Purdy. I think they could I think he, they could put him in a, in a position to be a good quarterback. I don't trust Mike to do that. And I don't all, – all, all the people yesterday that called in and wanted to argue with us, you can't trust Mike – when he thought what was best for Kenny Pickett was bringing back Matt Canada this year. He brought that man back. He believed in Matt Canada. A lot of these national talking heads, they try to have it both ways where they praise Tomlin 
But then they rip Matt Canada to shreds. No, they praise well, him for creating a for overcoming a situation he helped create. That bingo. is my biggest problem. Thank you so much for saying that because I watch these clips and I think the same thing. No, you you think like you're. I mean, it's the true definition of feeling gaslit if you're where we are and many others are about Mike. People who are getting paid more than we are to go and sit and talk on these shows act as if he is a 17-year head coach with a lot of power, yes, but who's also completely helpless in one entire area of team building I, and coach I, coaching staff building. I think Marcus Spears might have even said this morning on ESPN that Mike Tomlin had to overcome Matt Canada. No, actually, he didn't. <laughs> like he it, wanted to keep overcoming Matt Canada until Art stepped in and fired Matt Canada. I just, I, I do think that there is this incredible bit of intellectual gymnastics that goes on on national shows. Most of them. I'll give Kyle Brandt credit. I think Cowherd went after him, too, and was more of an honest broker about Tomlin. Where you act as if it truly is anything good that happens, Mike essentially accomplished it through force of will. Anything bad that exists with the Steelers is due to some nebulous force. Because they don't want to rip Art Rooney either because he commands a lot of respect. They're not going to rip Mike. So apparently Matt Canada just snuck in, pretended to be their offensive coordinator, and then nobody stopped him. Like, they act as if all the problems that Mike over that they say Mike overcomes just happen by magic. And, and I just brought up Noel. Mike obviously is a quote-unquote great coach who has a ton of say in, in team building and picking quarterbacks. Is not alone in this. Bill Belichick won six Super Bowls, and then he thought after Tom... Brady that they were going to first try Cam Newton and then he was then he drafted Mac Jones in the first round. It's damn hard to find a franchise quarterback and develop him. I think he fell but, victim to the same thing Mike did in the sense that he said I'll just get a guy who's similar to Tom physically yeah. and I'll just prove that it was really my system that worked. Found out wrong. It's damn hard. So we know that it's an uphill battle. We we lived it from 1984 to 2004. 20 years. I, can't, I still I'm can't say that because they got to AFC no, title games I know, but they stuff. had to do it the hard way without a quarterback. What I'm saying is they need to find a quarterback and they need to find the right person to coach him. And I'll, I, I can't – I don't know how Tomlin apologists don't get this. What is it about his coaching resume that makes anybody think he's going to check both of those boxes? He promoted a guy – What does he, what did he say, Chris? After Todd Haley, who was the offensive coordinator? Who did he promote? Farts in a skillet. Farts in a skillet. When did he get fired, Donnie? Randy Feekner, how long ago was that now? After the 21 season. No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah he's it was been after out of, the what? They lost to the Browns? He's, the guy is in his 50s. He's been out of work for two years. Nobody has hired him. Matt Canada got fired in the middle of the NFL season. Even all of these college teams could have hired him to be an offensive coordinator. Nobody wanted him. That's how Mike has picked coaches. How has he picked quarterbacks? Mitch Trubisky, Kenny Pickett. And even if you think Kenny Pickett might be the right guy, see the first thing that I just said. Who Mike trusts to coach him? I, I think there's a better chance that Mike could, through almost just sheer luck, stumble into a good quarterback like they take a flyer on a guy this year in the fifth or sixth round the guy comes into camp and just blows everyone's doors off and it's obvious like someone just takes over then it is hire a good coach 
He's shown it's not that he hasn't hired not just that he hasn't hired good coordinators. He's shown no inclination to even want to try to. Chris, who I'm is I'm going from the, the the professional discard pile. If Matt Canada had maybe run the offense at LSU when Joe Burrow was there having the greatest, you know, quarterbacking season ever and was being praised, I don't even know if the Steelers could have hired him. Somebody but else might have wanted to. Don't, he hires people with no resume. I'm going to give you three names. Don't Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes all prove that the offensive coach in some way matters? I mean, Josh Allen was having a down year halfway through the season, was turning the ball over too much. They had to fire his offensive coordinator to get more out of him. Yes, it, Lamar does, Jackson's it does matter. offensive coordinator was fired last year. They get a I'm, new guy in there. He win, He's going to win the Pony, MVP. Tony, I'm not arguing that they don't matter. What I am arguing is that it's what's sad is both things matter. I give him a better chance of just kind of stumbling luckily through you know just by random almost chance into a good quarterback than I do a good offensive coordinator because he doesn't seem to care about trying to hire a really good name we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.